Welcome to AM Best Audio. The Society of Actuaries Research Institute announced that it will lend its actuarial expertise, joining more than 200 of the nation's leading artificial intelligence stakeholders to participate in a Department of Commerce initiative to support the development and deployment of trustworthy and safe AI. I'm John Weber for AM Best Audio, and I'm speaking today to Dale Hall, Managing Director of Research for the Society of Actuaries Research Institute. Dale, so glad you could join us today. No, thanks, John. Appreciate it. I'm glad to be on the program here to talk a little bit more about this exciting um, future related to insurance and financial services and artificial intelligence. Me as well. So what do you say we get right to it and ask, what is it that the SOA can bring to the table regarding AI that the Department of Commerce would be interested in? Well, the, the actual profession, you know, certainly have been adopters of new technology for risk and business purposes, you know, over the last you know, decades, if not the entire history of the actual profession. As computing power, you know, came in to be, actuaries are using that. Internet evolution, actuaries are, are deep into that. And then recent advancements in tools for predictive analytics, clearly the actual profession was a leader there. And, and so that continues on now with artificial intelligence and so I think it's appropriate that you know, our society of actuaries, our education and research body that uh, supports the full actuarial pr- profession is a key part of what will happen out in the business community in the coming years. Uh, we have done a lot of research and professional development on artificial intelligence already uh, as it really came into being in its early years uh, over the past decade. And you know, using that as a background, have a lot to offer as to ways that these types of you know pretty powerful tools can be used responsibly, um, re- used for the right reasons, used to make good decisions, you know, used for efficiency, and used for you know creating more opportunity within the insurance and financial services world. So, what is it that concerns the SOA about AI? Well, I think there's this balance of, of risk and opportunity, as we might say in the actual profession. And, and there certainly are some risks that AI could bring to the table. There, there certainly are some limitations that we're seeing on the early evolution of artificial intelligence. And so it's something that we want to make sure that actuaries and the profession and the business world are aware of. There's certainly limitations on the quality of input and the training data that you use. It is a situation where if you're you know, just training on a bunch of information that is garbage, you are going to get garbage out and making sure that uh, actuaries and the, the world around us realize that there needs to be a, a high level of quality of input and training and a high level of, of kind of testing to make sure that the tools are producing helpful information. There's the risk certainly too of data privacy and security. I mean, insurance and financial services is a very individual focus and we want to make sure that that, uh, the insurance industry is aware of data privacy and security for the consumers. Layer on to that, that artificial intelligence sometimes you know, can wander into copyright or intellectual property infringement. So need to be aware that the output um, is, it has that kind of context behind it. And I think most importantly, especially in the insurance world, 
there are, you know, some limitations where you have to really consider ethical and bias considerations. I mean, there's a reason that the underpinnings to artificial intelligence is called machine learning. It's computers making decisions based upon data and training and probabilities, but they often don't have this human worldview that needs to go around it. So making sure that artificial intelligence is used uh, responsibly and kind of doing the check to ensure that you're using it without introducing new bias into the tool. Yeah, you hear that a lot. And you hear that concern about data and privacy a lot among people that are interested in AI. Now, Dale, are there things about AI that you personally or the SOA are looking forward to? I do think that there's a, a huge world of opportunity as well. So it's important to balance that with the risks that I mentioned. We have just brought out a, a new report that talks about all the ways that the actual profession is using generative AI. And there's a lot of positive results there. It, it may just boil down in, in simple ways to just general productivity. It's faster, easier to kind of use these tools in your day-to-day -day work for productivity. But a lot of things then go into enabling us to do coding and software development more effectively, leveraging off how models have been trained in the past. I think a lot of it also helps with model documentation and governance, uh, you know, making sure that we're dotting I's, crossing T's, and, and the use of generative AI tools is really helpful. There's a lot that goes in and, and can be used as well for artificial intelligence especially generative AI and scenario analysis. Um, these tools can be very, very good at playing out a lot of different scenarios. And that's really helpful for risk management for the actuarial profession. You know, what could happen? The, the tool creates um, a lot of information about scenarios that could play out. How are, how are risks going to be managed if these scenarios play out? And then just the power of the tools to kind of help detect, you know, more information than maybe just what a human could by themselves. There's, you know, a lot of data analysis that's super helpful for underwriting and claims adjudication, fraud detection. I think the opportunities with artificial intelligence, especially in the insurance and financial services world, um, are 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 tremendous and just need to be used with a responsible um, responsible ethic around it. Customize your data experience. Best Link now offers an interactive company dashboard that provides company-level intelligence in a fast, user-friendly interface featuring interactive tables, charts, and Sparkline performance histories. Customize the dashboard tiles to prioritize the insurer ratings, data, and analytics that best support your workflow. AM Best. Our insight, your advantage. Dale, how do you see AI playing out in the insurance industry right now? And I, I'm getting the impression that it might be a little uneven, whether it be by sector or by size of company. Uh, it's early days for sure. I mean, most of this is uh, is used kind of in the day-to-day -day background rather than than terribly forward or consumer-facing. But, but you do see that these types of tools um, are being used more and more in, in, in where technology is already in play with the insurance industry. So, you know, it might be an example in the life insurance industry where accelerator automated underwriting has really come to the forefront over the past decade where we're making decisions based on a lot of data and these tools can be really helpful to see what the trends are or detect what potential risks are. So already, you know, they're being embedded into some underwriting algorithms. 
I think the important thing is that those algorithms, like any, should be tested and validated and make sure that good information is coming out and responsible decisions are being made. Same thing, you know, maybe on the property casualty side, we've come through this era where catastrophic models um, are becoming more and more powerful, assessing property risk, assessing, you know, what the potential could be from climate events. And you see artificial intelligence tools being embedded into those as well, running through different scenarios, kind of picking through what some potential outcomes could be. So it's really taking the huge amount of technology that already exists in the insurance industry tagging on artificial intelligence tools onto it and you know, making them more powerful. You used the term early days, and I think that is so accurate. So I've got to wonder, how is regulation and the regulators, how are they looking at AI in these early days specifically as it pertains to insurers? No, it's an important question. I mean, um, if you look at the way insurance is regulated, the National Association of Insurance Commissioners certainly is paying attention to this. You know, some specific committees that have been created over the past uh, few years to proactively, uh, you know, make sure that as these tools are used, that there's a framework for that regulation. Uh, in December, the, the AI model bulletin was issued by the NAIC, and I think that's a helpful step to Kind of, a, kind of give a framework to say, hey, insurers, you're already doing a set of risk management and governance. You're already doing some own risk solvency assessment. Build into that enterprise risk management framework now um, your review of artificial intelligence tools as they come out. So that framework, as states look to contemplate adopting that type of, of governance, I think it's really important. It's also a place where the actual profession brings a lot of expertise already. Actuaries are clearly involved in the risk management and governance of the insurance companies where they work. And now adding on to that, the concept of including artificial intelligence governance in the, uh, in the insurer's uh, offices, that's, that's really important. Most recently as well, the New York Department of Financial Services issued Circular Letter 1. It's, it's very specific on the use of artificial intelligence systems and external consumer data uh, sources and how insurance is underwritten and how insurance is priced. And again, I think it has this, uh, this idea surrounding it of make sure that the tools that you're using are, are avoiding bias, are making sure that you're, you're checking and not having any disparate outcomes or impacts for, uh, for groups that, you know, that might be exposed to those. So I think, you know, regulation is evolving and insurers um, are, and, and regulators of insurance are at the forefront to making sure that, that consumers, that industry, and that the regulation all come together to, uh, to form a positive outcome. So, Dale, what's next for this consortium? Well, the consortium is just getting started um, putting together. There's some work streams that the consortium really wants to focus on. I mean, I think if you look at the details where the actuarial profession, the SOA Research Institute will be involved, it will be in contributing to new guidelines, new tools, methods, protocols that can help facilitate uh, the evolution of new industry standards for developing and deploying AI in, in safe and secure and trustworthy ways. Uh, I think the research that the SOA Research Institute has already done will be a helpful addition to that in partnering with, you know, with, with uh, the large group, over 200 different institutions 
uh, to pull together recommendations for the way that AI can be used and deployed safely. And, you know, it's it's a, a, an impressive group that we're proud to be part of. It includes, you know, some of the top technology firms. Um, you know, it's the Apples and Amazons, Google Alphabet, Meta, Microsoft, NVIDIA, all part of this, as well as as well as huge universities that have been studying this type of topic as we have for a long time already. So proud to be part of this consortium, proud to represent you know, part of the insurance and financial services industry, and, and more broadly, obviously, uh, as the Society of Actuaries, our members are using this type of stuff increasingly more and want to make sure that we're part of the process to make it useful, but make it used responsibly and safely in the future. Dale, I got to ask on a personal level, would you say that you're more concerned or more excited when it comes to AI? You know, I, I'm personally excited. I, I think AI is at a point where, uh, you know, there's maybe half excitement and half concern. We were just mm -hmm. looking at some Pew Research Center survey that came out here in recent days. And longitudinally, they had asked, you know, some similar questions just to consumers like three years ago, two years ago, one year ago, and today. And before we knew what the power of AI might be, I think consumers would say I'm, you know, two thirds excited and one third concerned. And that that really held true until, you know, we had this momentous event, you know, in the fall of 2022, OpenAI introduces their chat GPT tool that just then, you know, those types of tools then become more and more in common. And it's flipped a little bit now to where consumers are kind of 50 50 on it. I'm definitely in the 50% that is, you know, more excited than concerned seeing the opportunities and, you know, using these types of tools in my day-to-day -day work. But I think it's also an important uh, checkpoint. You can't, you know, the industry, even, you know, general business in general can't get so far ahead of the consumer that, you know, they they run into issues where the consumers are are not ready to accept uh, the the broad use of it. So I think that's why it makes sense to be part of this consortium so that we bring businesses and consumers together at a similar speed so that there's everyone is you know comfortable with the, the safe deployment of artificial intelligence tools. It really is an awesome responsibility that you have there, Dale. I think we're looking forward to it. You know, we, we are uh, kind of proud of the actual profession's history of both risk and opportunity. The research that we've already done to lay a, a good groundwork for participating in this consortium, and uh, I think it'll be helpful to make sure that you know, that type of mentality of making sure it's being used for the right purpose, you know, that's that's certainly part of what I'll call the the societal purpose of the actuarial profession: making things happen in a positive way for risk management, but doing things responsibly. We're going to want to check in with you from time to time throughout the course of the year and beyond, I think. Dale, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Sounds good, John. Thanks for highlighting this important topic. That was Dale Hall, Managing Director of Research for the Society of Actuaries Research Institute. And I'm John Weber for I Am Best Audio. Looking to get the attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms to do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by contacting our Advertising Services Business Development Team at 908-882-1706.